10, 9, 8. Cadbury has launched new Freddo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury Dairy Milk Buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. 3, 2, 1, lift off! Treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Dairy Milk Freddo Treasure Space Series with only 76 calories per pack. Pick one up in store. Hello and welcome to Castology, the podcast where we tell you what podcast you should be listening to. I'm Zane C. Weber, one of your podcasts. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. One of your Just podcasts. <laughs> I am I am one of your podcasts. He's actually yeah. many of your one podcasts. Of I become podcasts. I am if podcasts. You, if you listen to a lot of That's Not Canon, he is many of your podcasts. <laughs> Look, I listen to a lot of myself every week and... I, I, I originally did it to get over this hearing the sound of my own voice. Are you mm. over it yet? Yes. Yeah, it was I, pretty quick. I was about to say to you just after that, you do almost exactly the same intonation every time. Yes. I, I like it. It's very Except precise. In one third of life. Yeah, it would, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's it's precise. It's predictable. It's 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 comforting. I like it. Were you about to hit the reset button on this episode? By the way, no, no, you weren't. No, Honestly, I thought you were going to be like, nope, like nope, nope, let's record no, no, that good. again. Let's do it again. <laughs> no, I'm glad you stuck talking. to it. No, that was just me being resigned to yep. the mistake that I made. Yeah, <laughs> look, I I am all about owning mistakes, and sometimes I think it's funnier to keep the mistakes. We're not polished. Like, oh, look. who wants to be polished and perfect? That's fucking boring definitely not liz best who is that voice that you're hearing and pat Shearer is the other uh, castologist also here. not polished or nor, perfectionist no one want to be polished there's a hair in my mouth oh no he is so unpolished there's a hair in his mouth everybody <laughs> We're really getting personal this episode <laughs> um so what we do here is we uh recommend three podcasts that you should be listening to and then we go and review the podcast that we recommended last week correct so, uh, we don't have a theme this week, so we've just got three podcasts to recommend. So, who would like to go first with their recommendations? Um, <clears throat> I will. Go ahead. Um, so, this one is a listener submission. Um, this came through someone sent a Facebook message through to us on Castology's Facebook saying, I think that Liz would really enjoy this particular podcast. And me, being Liz, jumped <laughs> on and went, you know what? I think you're right. Ended up having a bit of a back and forward chat with her. So I am, we are real people. We will sometimes, if you're not creepy and weird, chat back to you. Sometimes even if you are. Sometimes even if you are. Just we'll, for the anecdote. Exactly. Like we got <laughs> we got to tell our stories. Sorry, this podcast, it's a crime podcast. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> it's called Small Town Dicks. <laughs> yeah. Like detective dicks? No, like penises. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, like small town detectives. Um, they now, are both male detectives, though. It's true, and identical twins. Um, Crazy. So this podcast is currently hosted by Yardley Smith and detectives Dave and Ben, identical twin detectives. Who's Yardley Smith? Why does that name sound familiar? Lisa Simpson. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, Now, it did also used to be hosted by Zibby Allen. There's a bit of mystery as to 
where she's gone. Uh, some of the parties say that she left voluntarily and some being Zibby say that she did not. Kicking so, and screaming. Woohoo. Well, as long as she's not dead. She um, ain't dead. <laughs> no, there's not that kind of mystery, but it was it, – yeah. Anyway, so she's not on there anymore. But basically what this is is they um, speak to detectives – they just call it small town USA, so anywhere that's not a major city centre, about the different crimes that they have had there. And what I find fascinating about this particular podcast um, is that I think sometimes some of the smaller crimes are more like ridiculous and way out there mm. and extreme than some of the bigger cases that you hear about. So it's like hearing about all these cases that you would never hear about otherwise. Um, it can be a little bit hard going. They are not afraid to shy away from disgusting or gross details. As in um, they don't shy away. As in they don't yeah. they don't shy away at all. Like Yardley is very good at, you know, empathizing and talking to the detectives but getting the information out and going, oh, my God. <laughs> um, so Dan and Dave are the regulars and then they get another detective to tell their cases. So it's it's also very interesting hearing these cases from a detective's perspective as well. So a lot of the true crime podcasts are people retelling crimes or, you know, chatting to victims but actually having the detectives who worked the case explain step by step what yeah. they were thinking when mm. they were going through it. I find quite interesting. And then you've obviously got detectives that can ask the correct probing questions. Exactly, exactly. And then so you've got like true crime fanatic there to ask the true crime fanatic questions. You've got the detectives to ask the police questions. <laughs> it's I really enjoy it. So I've given you two specific episodes um, to listen to basically because they were two lighter episodes that I listened to. So I gave one of you Stolen, I think. And I, I think that was Patrick and I gave you Breach. Breach. Yep. Um, but I did recommend a couple of others like Disgruntled, uh, Cut and Run and The Bitter End if you were up for something that was a little bit more gruesome, murdery. No, no, I love gruesome murder. I know. That's why I gave you one that was really <laughs> interesting but not like uber detail heavy on the murder. Um, but yeah, so Small Town Dicks, thanks to Crystal for writing to me with the recommendation. Sure. Is, is it a weekly... Weekly podcast? I think so, question okay. mark. <laughs> they're right. on season five now, so there oh, is wow. plenty yeah, to be able stuff. to listen to. And they they do travel – they actually travel around the place to meet different detectives. It's not just talking to the same ones in the same town all the time. It's like they're proper – like they travel around and this is their job now. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Awesome. Small town dicks, everyone. Small town Small dicks. Small town dicks. All right. Well, I'm going to go next. Uh, so I'm going to be up front with this one. This – Podcast is produced by a group of people that I know, or at least that I was friends with a while ago. They've all gone to London now and they're doing something wonderful over there. So um, it can, is... Can I also be up front? No, you cannot. Okay. <laughs> We're all from Brisbane. Brisbane's theatre scene is remarkably small. And so Liz I know also knows some of the two and a half because I know Ree, but not as well as I know um, Kieran and Jack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and well, that's the thing. There's a, f a lot of people kind of float in and out of this yeah. podcast called The Penny Peep Show. Uh, it is basically uh, an anthology of different kind of parody comedy uh, serials. So there's like a Victorian, I guess, a Victorian con man, con woman duo. There is a horror set in a bed and breakfast. There's a space 
There's a kind of a serious one set on the uh, Mars uh, settlement, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, but yeah, so there's there six to eight episode seasons, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of they release fortnightly. And yeah, so they're all written by Kieran Davy, except the most recent one, which was written by Rhiannon Marshall, mm-hmm. and the huge cast. But that's all listed in the episode notes. So fortnightly for a scripted is pretty impressive. Though. Yes, so like, the, the schedule is that they record it all and they have it all ready to publish before they start releasing the first episode. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. So it is still a big turnaround a massive, yeah, yeah. for a, a rather a small uh, operation. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, that is the How Penny Peep Show. How long are the episodes roughly? Uh, usually between 20, 30 minutes, They're not too long, um, and it is kind of very slapsticky. Uh, lots of accent hilarity sort of things yes, involved in it. I love accent the accent hilarity. work. <laughs> well, if, if you're up for accent hilarity, Pat, I've recommended Bert and Maggie, mm-hmm. uh, specifically the episode Victrionics. Now that's the uh, the Cockney... Uh, I get the the, <laughs> <laughs> the... the Cockney con con people. Okay, good. I do like Cockney. <laughs> and conning people. Mm-hmm. What? Sorry. <laughs> and for Liz, I recommended The Devil's... Bed and Breakfast episode one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so both of those series, those are my two favourite series. Mm-hmm. Um, again, because my tastes don't run exactly the same as everyone else's. Some series I like more than others, but it is a pretty consistently uh, tonally, if not genre-wise. Sweet. Yeah, righteous. Yes. That leaves me. That leaves you. Does it, it not? It does. My recommendation this week is The Memory Palace, which is hosted and largely created by Nate DeMeo. So I got clued into this from an episode of Radiolab that basically plugged his show. Um, So it's storytelling, occasional radio segment, and it's basically just little pieces of history that sort of have slipped between the cracks. so he was an artist in residence at the Metropolitan Museum of Art from 2016 huh. to 2017. So a lot of there's quite a number of those um, episodes that are around that. Like you'll take an artist, a historical piece, and then create a story around it, all factually correct, but you know dramatized. It, it's not dissimilar to non-fiction. imagined life in that regard. It's sort right. of just like a yeah, like a, a stylized, dramatized retelling of bits of history. Mm. Um, episodes are very short. Which is which is different for me. I know. Um, wow. Do yeah. you listen to these? At oh yeah, speed? I do. These are I get through these in like five minutes. So <laughs> so not at regular speed then. Not at regular speed. No. How, how can you listen to a podcast that is storytelling based and not stick with the original pose like like tempo and, I, and I've just pros. I just trained my brain to react it's just like, data. it was it was an issue for me initially and I was like because if I ever listened to like a comedian or someone like that I, and it was sort of ruining the rhythm but then the more I just did it with Your the heavy informational like ones yeah the and then when something now. is on normal speed it literally everyone sounds drunk it's it's weird to me they all sound like they have slurs um so yeah I, I've just I've just become so accustomed to it now no, um, I, as a writer this upsets me greatly oh well <laughs> it's the way it is now. Uh, I think I've recommended a couple of episodes for you guys to listen to, just ones that I've enjoyed. Um, White Horse was enjoyable. The one mm-hmm. that they played for me on Radio Lab was, I think, called Distance, which is about the invention of Morse code, which was very lovely. Um, so those two I can recommend very much. So Cool. All right. 
Well, those are our recommendations, so you can go off and listen to those. We'll review them next week. But let's get on to the uh, review of what we listened to last week. Last week, I think we had some some good recommendations. Yeah, I think I this, quite is, enjoyed. this is a this is a full house. A full house. Oh, yeah. We're betting on Big a full call. house already. Yeah. Does that mean that you've subscribed to at least one of them? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> I just mean this is top-notch content. All right. Okay. Well, uh, well, let's start with you, Patrick. Uh, do you want to give us a recap on what you recommended? Last yes, week? I recommended uh, what is well, what what can be found through searching um, the last days of August, but it, it's got two series sort of into the one channel, which is The Butterfly Effect and The Last Days of August. So this is hosted by John Ronson. Oh, I just kissed the mic there. Mm. Um, Who you might know from So You've Been Publicly Shamed and other things like that. His TED Talks, his books, his investigative pieces. This initially was an Audible original. And it's he sort of took a deep dive into the porn industry through The Butterfly Effect and how it was transformed by Pornhub and the ramifications of that. And then I think through his involvement in the porn industry, he did another one about the suicide of a young starlet named August Ames who killed herself a couple of years ago at the age of like mm. 23 or 24. And this is, yeah, just a, a deep dive into that. And I love his work. I've heard him a number of times on different podcasts and I thought if he's got something on there, I want to listen to it. What did you guys think? I really so I've listened to two episodes of the last days of August mm. um, and I really I really like the way this guy tells a story I think it's it's really um, really well thought out and, and well crafted and like I knew the name August Ames and I knew that she had committed suicide but I didn't know that she was the one that was shamed for saying that she wouldn't do a scene with someone if they'd done a gay scene before. Because mm. I remember reading about that at the time and thinking, oh, God, that's people getting a bit over the top, shaming her for that. It's her body. She can do with yeah. what she wants. It's not, it's not, we don't have ownership over what she chooses to do. That's not being homophobic if she doesn't want to put herself at risk. Mm. Like, anyway, not to get into a political debate, but um, it seems like it's a really nicely crafted series. Um, and, I, and I like his... Uh, storytelling methods very much Mm. I like this podcast I mean I was going to recommend it until Patrick recommended it so I use this opportunity to go back and just go through it all again Mm. I much prefer I do much prefer the butterfly effect which I'm now going to have to go back and listen now that that you said that they're both great though they are both great Um, I just find um, I really with the investigation of the last days of August I just really Something I've, I've found I really dislike is just kind of speculation for the sake of speculation. Of and there is a little bit of that in there. And then he goes on to answer those questions later, but putting them kind of front-loading lo- front it with that it, mm. it does kind of annoy me a little bit. But again, like the story... It, clickbaity. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, Audio clickbait? I think maybe he's just trying to anticipate what, the listener is going to be asking mm. themselves about the story, yeah. Um, which is fair enough. Uh, the butterfly effect takes a bit of a broader um, look at the porn industry, and I think I much prefer that sort of thing 
uh, his approach to that sort of thing and talking to different experts or different... Well, it's um, a lot easier to be investigative about an, about an issue that isn't so singularly emotional for certain people. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I found myself really disliking a few of the main players in the last days of August mm. and just dreading when they got back on mic, just mm. really disliking it. Um, but that said, like very good podcast very well produced um and well worth a listen um it actually made me want to go i haven't read his books but it actually made me want to go and read his books yeah absolutely he's he's a very interesting person with a lot a lot to say yeah um i think i mentioned last week that he was there in bohemian grove when alex jones cracked the whole thing wide open ah good i have no idea what you just uh, like powerful senators and businessmen doing a mock sacrifice to the Al God Moloch in a place called Bohemian Grove and Alex Jones got footage of it. It's all very strange. Mm, Alex Jones. <laughs> it's very it's very Illuminati, but it's like it, it happened. It was oh real God, shit. Have you got your tinfoil hat on? Well, I mean, he was there. He can tell <laughs> you mean, all about it. Someone's got to be the next Alex Jones, Liz. And oh. Why can't it be that? Um, I heard Alex Jones got let back on his platforms for a day and then taken back off again. <laughs> Good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So that's that's the butterfly effect and last days of August. It is. So that that is that is definitely a thumbs up. Shall we? Yes. Uh, go on to Liz's recommendation. Yes, I recommended Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Now it's not often that I uh, that I will listen to a um, regularly listen to a celebrity interviews podcast, um, mostly because. I think the quality of the guests varies greatly, but this one is one of my regular listens because it's all about um, how messy being a human is and he talks to all of his celebrity guests under that guise of of possible failure and and how difficult it is to be human. Um, I recommended two episodes specifically, the very first one with Kristen Bell, his wife, um, because he opens that particular episode by apologising for being a shit because he'd just been having an argument with his wife beforehand and I really like the dynamic of their relationship and I also recommended the Jason Bateman one because Jason Bateman's great and there were some really nice vulnerable admissions in that one. What did you think? Well, I didn't listen to either of those episodes. Of course you didn't. I listened to the Bill Hader episode. I do love Bill Hader. Which I enjoyed immensely because, I, yeah, I like I like this format. They sort of go – well, in this, I don't know what it's like in all of them but this one they sort of – talked about his start, his rise and all the anxieties that he had involved with being on SNL and fear of failure and all that and all just useful things that I think you want to hear if not just as an artist, just as a human being. Mm. You know, even the people at the top of their field, they, they, they have all the same feelings and fears and anxieties that you do. And don't be afraid. As Jeff Bridges said to Bill Hader, put your arm around it, man. It's your friend. <laughs> Which I which I liked. <laughs> was that a was that an impression? It was an attempt. At, well, <laughs> it was an attempt at Bill Hader's uh, impression at, of Jeff Bridges, which yeah, was, was actually look, really good. It was pretty good. I like that every time he's retelling a story of, of another famous person telling him something, he just does like a pretty spot on impression. Have you seen the deep fake of him doing Tom doing Cruise? Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, oh. there's there's one of him doing Tom Cruise where it just kind of flips in and out. The video, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it's his face. They swap it in and out with Tom Cruise, yeah. but it's so subtle that I've you seen, can't see when the swap happens. I've seen happens. the Schwarzenegger one and one other one that I, I can't remember, but yeah, there's Bill Hader's a brilliant mimic. He's such a good mimic, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. I find this one quite um, vulnerable. Yeah. Did you Did you listen to the corrections corner at the end? Um, I 
think yeah i did actually listen to the corrections <laughs> corner and but it, it didn't it, it, in this corrections corner it didn't seem like there was a whole lot of correcting to be done it just seemed like it was more like a bit of banter i just like how ridiculous and pedantic she is <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't listen to the recommended episodes because oh, I, I, I was scrolling through to get to episode one and I was like, oh, I'll listen to Ben Platt first. Okay, that's And then I was scrolling fine. through and I was like, oh, nope, I'll listen to Aubrey Plaza Okay, next. look, and, that's and, and that happened a few times. Mm. Um, so I did listen to a fair few episodes. I like it and it's fine, but like I don't – I'm not particularly interested in these stories from these people – as I, and it might just be the people that I chose, but they're all kind of very similar and he wasn't... See, I chose specific curated ones that I were interesting know. and, and I will go back and listen you. to them. Because, uh, like, I listened to one with Zach Braff <laughs> and I love Zach Braff and it was not my favourite episode. Like, I was just kind of like, okay, cool. So they joke about being identical Thanks, twins. <laughs> I mean, and, and that's... It's, it's not... It's not bad. It's just he wasn't asking the questions that I wanted to ask. Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's a perfectly fine like if 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 you if an actor is listening to it and like going, yeah, they are having the same problems that I have and mm. they are super successful, so I shouldn't hold it against myself mm. or yeah. Well, Jason Bateman, the one he was talking about his um, early teen star and how he was like, he was like, I was such an asshole when I was like, I just thought I was on top of the world and I was going to be famous forever, and then I did nothing for years. What was he a teenager in? He did Teen Wolf. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. And a bunch of like sitcommy stuff. And he was like the shit for a little while, like a short, sharp burst, and then did nothing of of note for years until like Arrested Development Joseph came back. Did? Uh, no, Joseph Gordon Levitt. He's been pretty consistent. Yeah, he went and studied, and then he started producing stuff, and then he was kind of right. Just I just thought he did uh, Third Rock from the Sun, and then. You didn't hear from him for a while. No, he did a fair few indie movies, like yeah. I guess Brick uh, and uh, Mysterious Skin. Don't know um, what they are, so he might as well not have done watch, anything. You should watch both of them. Both of them are on my top twenty favorite oh, wow. films. I Brick, love Joseph Brick specifically. So much. Um, but yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. It's just, uh, it was a weird interview style. I, I think, I it, yeah, I think, I think it's important that the people that you're listening to stories are interesting stories. So I'm mm. happy to curate a couple of extra ones that I've particularly enjoyed. If you want to listen to those ones, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll go back and listen to it. Like it's, you know, I've, I have subscribed to it to mm. go back and listen to a few because there's so many, so many, there's hundreds. The of Kristen Bell one is great. I love the fact that there. He reckons he's not emotionally intelligent and that Kristen Bell is, but he, I think, with his lines of questioning, you can tell that he's incredibly emotionally yeah. intelligent yeah. and self-aware. So yeah. Awesome. Okay, well, the one that I recommended last week was a listener submission, uh, was Days of My Life. So this was the very short episodic uh, autobiography or auto or memoir. Mm. Um, so what did we think? I th- This kind of hit me in the feels more than I thought it was going to. Right? Like... I was like, okay, who does this guy think he is writing a memoir? I don't even know. What do I want to know about him? But the way that he tells his stories is so um, like evocative and emotional and he's produced it quite well so that I felt like I was quite sucked in. Mm. And he ends the episodes quite suddenly as well. And so you're like, oh, okay. Just kind of getting into that yeah, rolling yeah. rhythm. And, 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 and yeah, it, he's just got a very yeah. poetic rolling way of talking and then all of a sudden it just like ends. And I was like, is that, did my phone die? No. And then you just kind of sit with whatever he last said. So, like, I'm not sure that it's like appointment listening, but 
I was, I was, you're quite right in that, like, it's like history of Aotearoa, which I can't pronounce. <laughs> Aotearoa. In that <laughs> I found myself quite unexpectedly charmed by it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And this was one that I was like, I wasn't expecting to latch onto it as much as I did when I listened to yeah. it. Because I was like, again, like, this is like, it's a weird concept for a podcast, very short episodes, like is it just some guy talking about his life, which it is, but, but it, it is. But it doesn't sound, self, it's not self-involved and it's not um, self-aggrandizing. No, it's or... definitely not. It's mostly talking about mistakes. Yeah. yeah. No, he's not proud of what he's done. But I, I enjoyed it too. I found it quite charming and the way it was produced, um, the soundscapes and all that was quite soothing mm. and it just it just lended itself to to beautiful storytelling i was quite moved by the first episode yeah. i listened to a couple of them i think and i think i'll listen to a few more to see to see how this story unfolds yeah it's like we care about this person that we don't know anything mm. about and and he's not you know highfalutin big note yeah. kind of guy yeah. he's just got stories to tell and it's just so I think, like, I really liked the vulnerability. Again, like, I'm really That's attracted it, yeah. to to podcasts that have that kind of raw vulnerability because as an empath, I just, I feel it in my heart, you know, like, it's good. Yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed it because, again, like, I, I thought that it was something that I was just like, okay, this is a weird, I've connected to this and maybe no one else will, but I'm, I'm glad mm. that you all did. Um, yeah, okay, well, that's that's it. Yay! So let's just do a quick recap on what we recommended this week. I recommended uh, the Penny Peep Show. I recommended Small Town Dicks. <laughs> and I recommended the Memory Palace. Now, if you want to find us online, you can find us on social medias, on Facebook, on Instagram, or on Twitter, or at our home on the web, that's not canon.com forward slash castology. And we, I brought a listener submission, and then we also reviewed Zane's listener submission. So the submissions do get through. Chat to us in any of those places and we can put your podcast on air. Or, as Crystal did, tell us a podcast you love and we'll tell more people about that podcast. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be yours. <laughs> um, and if you're listening to this, then Liz's new podcast is probably being released by now. So you can find Ghosts of Boyfriends Pass on That's Not Canon's website or on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those podcatching apps. Thanks, Zane. You're welcome. <laughs> pods. All the pods. All the pods. All right. Well, we have been your castologists. I've been Zane C. Weber here with Elizabeth Best and Patrick Shearer. And keep listening to podcasts, everyone. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb. That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar. And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 Euro per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add Red Unlimited SIM only as a third plan with Red Family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Life admin. Yep. It even sounds boring. No wonder it goes on the long finger. But when you do get round to it, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. You really never know if there's a better option unless you look into it. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, get in touch and find out about switching your mortgage to us. 
Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland.